goodness gracious sakes alive. Hi everyone, welcome. Welcome to the very first Ask the Garden Geek podcast. What? You're saying, Michael, you've been doing Ask the Garden Geek for 33 years. And, and that's true. I have, but it's been a radio show. And it still is a radio show. Except this is not the radio show. This, well, this is the podcast. What's the difference, you say? Well, it's real simple. Uh, one is actually a radio show. I come right here into this studio, and I do a radio show, which is shot via the internet to an uplink uh, that was in Chicago, and now I understand is in Denver, and from there, it is shot up to a satellite, and from that satellite, it is distributed to radio stations all across the Fruited Plain, and we are broadcast on radio stations everywhere across the country. Some of them play it at one particular time during the day, and others just record it and play it at other times. You never know when it's going to play. But it's out there as a radio show. And you can listen to it, you know, driving down the road, just punching your AM radio, go to the favorite radio station that carries the show, and there it is. And we've been doing that forever. And, and loving it. And absolutely loving it. But now, this is a podcast. What's a podcast, you say? A podcast, well, I've come right here into the very same studio using the same software and music and everything. But instead of it getting ready, you know, to be presented to a national radio audience, in, as I understand it, about 80-some radio stations across the country, well, this, this is better. This is, in my mind, it's better because... This is going to get distributed to the world. Anybody, anywhere can go on iTunes or Stitcher or Spotify or TuneIn, and you can listen to this podcast about gardening every week because every week we're going to drop a new, uh, a new version of this podcast. So every week you can tune in. As a matter of fact, I think we're going to do it on Fridays. Every Friday... This will be presented for your listening enjoyment. A new one. So you can subscribe. You can go right to your favorite place that you get podcasts, be it, you know, Google Podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, any of those places. You can go right there, click the little button, and subscribe. And every week, you will hear my dulcet tones come up on the microphone and spread the joy of botanicalism to you. And sometimes I'll complain about my ex-wives. I don't know. But I got it. Last night? Last night was, was Saturday night. I'm recording this one on Sunday. The very first one I am recording on a Sunday. Last night, the ex-wife number two of three, if you didn't know, by the way, my favorite ex-wife, and I went down to Williams Park in St. Petersburg for Shakespeare in the Park, and we sat out there uh, on what I think is the last day of spring in Florida. I live in West Central Florida, and, you know, it's spring everywhere now, and sometimes spring was a little, you know, a bit late getting started this year, depending upon where you live. But for us, I think this was... The last day of spring, because like I said, we had these beautiful temperatures, nice breeze, everything was wonderful. But as I look at the weather, and as I also look at today, it's warmer today than it was yesterday. And I think our hot, humid temperatures are going to be back. And I think the beautiful spring weather for us is over with. But for you, 
Spring is everywhere. And I, I tell you, I was looking at Snapchat. My exquisitely wonderful daughter, who gave me three beautiful grandchildren, lives out in, in Kansas. And she sent me video on Snapchat of my little grandkitties out bouncing around in a lake right by where they live, just kind of wading in and splashing around. So it's, it's spring there. And my other son up in New York, I post pictures for me of my two grandchildren that he and his wife gave me. And they're outside playing and everything's looking good. So it is now spring officially. Uh, my friend up in Michigan sent me pictures of him wearing the Ask the Garden Geek hat that I sent to him outside and spring. And it just seems like he was posting pictures just yesterday of his property snowed in. But now it is spring. So what I want to talk about is getting ready for spring. And that's probably going to be what we'll be talking about for the next couple of weeks. But today, the aspect that we're going to talk about is your lawn. Because, you know, it's time to get that lawn cranking. Time to get that lawn out there and doing what we need to do to the lawn. And there's a couple of things we need to do to the lawn. Thing number one is fertilize. That's right, spring fertilization. I know you're going to ask me, Michael, What's the best fertilizer to put on my lawn for spring? There, you know, there's a million answers to that, but I'm going to give you what I do, okay? And I do this in Florida, but if I lived in Michigan, if I lived in Oregon, if I lived in Washington State, if I lived in, in the Dakotas, this is what I would be doing. And this is what I did on my yard. Millorganite. Millorganite. Uh, it is it is what it says it is. It's from Milwaukee, from the sewage system, and they manufacture an organic fertilizer up there. Guess what it's made out of if it comes from the sewage. So, yeah, it's right. And the name says Mill Orga, which means it's organic, which is good. I like that. You, can, you, you know, you can put it down all day long and not have to worry about putting too much down or timing or watering it in. You don't have to worry about any of that. And then night, Mill Orga night. And the night is the nitrogen which is the organic nitrogen. You know, there's lots of nitrogens out there. There's Most of them are fast release. The milorga night, it comes from, you know, what it comes from, poop. And it is slow release. It releases, it gets out there. As soon as the, the ground temperature gets up there, it starts breaking down pretty fast. And it gives you, the, here's what I like about it. Number one, it's organic. Number two, it gives you this dark, luscious, beautiful green. And now, is that the only fertilizer you're going to need? No, but for right now, that's all you need to put down. In the future, I may, you know, well, I will suggest some other things to add to it. But for right now, in my mind, that's what I put down. Now, I, I say that, and that's what I put down on my yard. Now, I was looking at my yard just a little while ago, and I was saying, it's, it's, it needs a little bit more. I think my yard needs some potassium. I just do. Potassium is that last number in the fertilizer. And there is no potassium in milorganite. There is nitrogen and phosphorus and a little bit of iron and a bunch of other little things in there. And it just does wonderful things to your soil. This is what I love about milorganite. It feeds the soil. But sometimes we need a little bit more potassium. And I was looking at my yard. I said, I think it needs a boost and I think it needs a little bit of potassium. And there are plenty of potassiums out there that you can get that are granule that you can put down all by itself. And I haven't decided if I'm going to do that, or I think right after I'm done doing the podcast today, in my garage, I've got a bag, and I'm, I'm just doing this in my front yard, which is about 2,500 square feet. 
I've got a bag of 10-10-10 fertilizer that's just sitting there, and it's got minor elements in it. It's got some iron. It is a chemical fertilizer. Make no mistake about that. The nitrogen is not slow release. The nitrogen is fast release. It's uh, urea nitrogen, which is a very fast release nitrogen. But it's got a lot of, uh, you know, nice, com you know, other th elements to it, minor elements. It's got molybdenum and zinc and a, a bunch of other stuff. But more importantly, what I'm thinking about is that last 10, you know, 10, 10, 10. The last 10 is the potassium. So I think I'm going to go throw that out in my front yard and, you know, water it in. That's, that's what I think I'm going to do today. But, you know, I probably don't need to. I'm just a little anal about that sort of thing. But maybe I won't. I don't know. I've got other things. I've got a laundry room that I'm trying to get organized. So I might do that instead. Who knows? But anyway... Getting back to the lawns now, that first thing you need to do, my suggestion is some milorganite. Now, how much milorganite do you put down? Well, milorganite, the first number in milorganite is six, okay? That's the nitrogen. We like to put, this time of year, at least a half a pound of nitrogen on our yard. I went a little higher on that. I actually put enough milorganite down to give me one pound of nitrogen per thousand square feet. Now, let's figure that out. Let's do some simple math here and figure that out. A 100-pound bag of milorganite, which you're not going to get, is roughly, well, it is six pounds of nitrogen. So a 50-pound bag is going to be three pounds of nitrogen. I don't have my calculator here because they don't sell it in 50-pound bags. They used to, but they don't sell it in 50-pound bags. I think the bag I bought... I thought it was going to be a 35-pound bag, but it turned out it was 32 pounds. Well, that was strange. Uh, but uh, to, to do the math on that, no mathematician on earth can figure that out. No mathematician that I know can do the math and figure that out, except for my son or me if I had my calculator here. But I worked it out to where I was putting, if you put 50 pounds down on 6,000 square feet, you would have... Three, you, you, well, what would you have? You, you, a 50-pound bag is three pounds of nitrogen. So on a 3,000-square-foot yard, and mine is a 2,500-square-foot yard, I would be putting down three pounds of nitrogen on my 2,500 square feet. But my bag was only 32 pounds, and my yard is not quite that big. But it was close to one pound. I Leave me alone. I'm old. I can't do math. I should do math. I'm, I, I should have been prepared. I should have got my calculator and my little book and figured that out. But you know what I'm saying. Close enough. And with milorganite, it's okay. You can go further if you want to. So that's thing number one to do with your yard. Now, for those of you who live in the northern plains, a lot of people get upset about crabgrass. And if I lived up there, I would. I don't seem to have crabgrass where I live. I, I've You know, in every lawn I've ever had in West Central Florida, I've only had crabgrass in one. And that was many, many years ago. But, you know, I've lucked out. But crabgrass is pretty predominant up north in different areas. So a pre-emergent herbicide is something that you can put down. And there's lots of them out there. And some people, you know, you can mix it in a liquid. I put the pre-emergent down in a liquid myself. If I'm going to use pre-emergent, I'm going to put it down in a liquid. I'm going to buy it in a concentrate, and I'm not going to give you a brand name because there's several different brand names, but you want a crabgrass pre-emergent, just go find that, and you can mix it with water and put it down with a pump-up sprayer, 
or if you want to get real technical, and we'll talk about this on another podcast, you can use a good hose-in sprayer. And the hose-in sprayer that I love and that I have, as a matter of fact, I've got three of them. I don't know why I wound up with three of them, but I have three of them, is the Ortho brand. And understand, these people, Millorganite is not a sponsor of the show. Ortho is not a sponsor of the show. This is just what I use. I, if somebody is sponsoring me, I will tell you. But Ortho is not sponsoring me. Millorganite is not sponsoring me. But uh, I like the Ortho hose-in sprayer. And that's what I use. And you can dial it, you know, and put it down at the right uh, amount following the label. We'll do a whole podcast on that because it would take a whole podcast to talk about how to do that. But the other way I do it, and it's just as well, is I have a two-gallon pump-up sprayer. And you can buy those very inexpensively at your garden center, be it, you know, your homeowner, you know, your home-owned garden center or Lowe's or Home Depot or any of the other big box stores, depending upon where you live, you can get a pretty good two-gallon pump-up sprayer for well under $20, and then you've got it forever. Now, I'm going to insist, I, I insist, that you get one that has a multi-tip or, a, you know, you can switch out the tips, and I like a fan tip. It's called a T-Jet or a fan tip. I like that because I can do a nice, even application over the yard doing that. And that could be for anything that I've put down. I've put down liquid iron in a two-gallon pump-up uh, on my yard with a fan jet or a T-jet, as, as they're called, uh, sprayer. Two-gallon pump-ups are wonderful. Some people get backpacks. I don't like a backpack. It's just me. I have a backpack. I've got two of those out there. Why do I have two backpacks? I don't particularly like a backpack sprayer. I like a two-gallon pump-up sprayer that I can just get a hold of, and I'm holding the tank in one hand and the wand in the other, and I just do it. That's, that's just what makes my heart sing. That's what, or as they say, that's what sparks joy for me. But that's what I do. And you can put a pre-emergent down that way. There, You can put down, there are granule pre-emergents that they sell. They're harder to find, except you can put it down with a fertilizer. I know that Scott's, again, not a sponsor, Scott's has a product out in various forms, depending upon where you are in the country. In Florida, they've got a um, they've got a fertilizer, and in it they have got a pre-emergent herbicide mixed in with it that puts down. And on top of that, because it's Florida, they have an insecticide on there. In other parts of the country, they just have it as a fertilizer with a pre-emergent. You can do that as well. If you're concerned about crabgrass, you can do that as well. So those are the two important things that you need to do for your lawn. The third, which I, I only mentioned two, but I'm just throwing a third one in because I'm allowed. You know, I'm just allowed. And that is to get the lawnmower ready. All right, now is the time. Some of you folks up north have already done that first mow. But if you haven't done first mow, you need to get the lawnmower ready. Change the oil, put fresh gas in. Uh, before I do that, I'd pull the wire. I, I also put a new spark plug in every spring uh, for me if it's a gas mower. And uh, the other thing that you want to do is, and I just suggest doing it in the spring, is change out the blade. Put in a brand new blade. Uh, if you've used that blade all last year, just go get another one. Slap it on there. You'll have a nice sharp blade. You're starting off fresh, and you go out and you do that original mow. Uh, the, the first mow of the year. 
and just enjoy it. I love mowing my yard. I just absolutely love mowing my yard. And you know what I do? Uh, this is kind of strange. I don't mow my yard once a week. I'm now mowing it twice a week. Well, the front yard. I'm mowing it twice a week. The backyard gets mowed once a week. The backyard is in a privacy fence. Nobody goes there except me. And if I had a dog, the dog would go there. I'm not doing anything with my backyard right now. I want to, but, you know, later. So I just go back there and I mow that once a week. Nobody sees it. But the front yard, it gets mowed twice a week. I have my Wednesday evening mow. You know, some people go to bowling on Wednesdays. Not me, man. Five, six o'clock at night, I'm out there mowing the yard. Just go out there, mow the yard. That's what I do. I edge the yard only once a week. But I mow the yard twice a week. That is just me. But you got to get that first mow in. You got to get the lawnmower ready and get that done. And, you know, following these tips, you're going to have a beautiful lawn. We're going to concentrate on that. When we come back next week, we're going to talk about getting all your ornamentals and your trees ready, your, your shrubs and your trees ready for spring. We're going to cover that next week. That, ladies and gentlemen, is going to be a wrap for the very first the very, very, very first Ask the Garden Geek podcast. My name is Michael Kroos. Subscribe. You found us? Subscribe. We'll be back every Friday from now on. You know, I'm recording this one on a Sunday because I just wanted to get it done. It's not, gonna, it's not going to post until Friday. But I'm recording it on Sunday. But uh, this will post on Friday. And then every Friday after that, we will drop a new episode. So we'll see you then. For everyone here at Ask the Garden Geek, uh, which includes a big staff, me, myself, and I, this is Michael Kroos, and this is Ask the Garden Geek.